0: So, Hayden Black Widow is coming out in just a couple weeks now.
1: Yeah, and there's just a boatload of other Marvel content either out now or getting ready to come out. So you know what we thought it'd be a good idea to do? Fucking tier list, baby! Because you bitches love the tier list episode. And so, we're sluts for downloads, so we're doing another one.
0: Hell yeah, it's a big Marvel episode, it's a big fucking tier list, and I'm gonna... Uh, probably go watch
1: Loki now, actually. I think we got some pretty hot takes. I probably just killed the mic with how loud I did that. But you know what? We, The show goes on. These uh, takes are yeah. fresh out of the microwave. Fuck yeah. So, Oh no, I'm not supposed to curse that early in an episode. It can mess with <laughs> analytics, I think. I don't know. We're not big enough. Who cares? We're not going on YouTube. So this is probably our longest intro ever, so maybe we just shut up and let you listen to it. Okay, Chris, I need, I need to know, one, what you think this is, and then two, your thoughts. What do you think shifting is? Shifting? I'm uh, not giving you any more context, just that.
0: Okay, so it immediately makes me think of, like, the Animorphs books, and, like, is it, like, an other kin kind of thing?
1: Now, Now, what if I told you it's a TikTok thing? Okay, now I'm, now I'm confused and scared. And now, and now what if I told you it is essentially the act of shifting realities? What, the, what, what are you talking about? And there's this giant movement or like, you know, tra- trend, not movement, trend on, on TikTok to make shifting TikToks where they talk about trying to like go to Hogwarts. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm so, so confused. So I was watching my old boy Hassan's stream before we record as I always do and he was just watching this compilation of like shifting TikToks of people talking about try- basically trying to like lucid dream themselves into Hogwarts. Oh my god. And it's some high tier cringe, dude. I, you know <laughs> what? The the zoomers the zoomers are really freaking bored if if they're just like if this is what they do on TikTok
0: Bro, I can relate though. I've been there. I'm not not there specifically, but I've done shit like that.
1: I was going to say, I mean, I know every every generation has their cringe, but <laughs> yikes. It's... We uh,
0: we we grew up right before it was the norm to broadcast your cringe on the internet. Yeah, But you and, know, you at know, least I'm the glad. hope is like putting it on the internet, they find people that are like-minded and they can uh, you know, Indulge in the cringe in a safe space, and hopefully not stunt
1: their growth towards not being cringe. Working on the different shifting methods because apparently <laughs> there's more than one way to do it.
0: Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Look, I'm not gonna. I say, had to. I, <laughs> I
1: was just like, oh, this is this is some high tier. What does Chris think this is? I'm not gonna say content. we
0: should be bullying people, but
1: I don't think we're bullying. It's
0: just no, it's no, yikes. not us. Like as a society. I'm not saying we should be bullying people. I oh. just, I just hope that they realize one day that what they're doing is fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, uh, we can only hope. <laughs> but who, who knows? You, you will have to send me some shifting TikToks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I go down a shift hole. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on TikTok, so I, I, I don't see them. I, Bro, I just, you're gonna Hasan be, you're was... gonna
0: wake up tomorrow, and I'm gonna be trying to shift my way into Green Hill Zone.
1: Oh, fuck. God, please. <laughs> I've already made a mistake. I thought this would just be a funny little intro bit where I'm like, what do you think it means? Isn't it stupid? And now you're actually going to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, oh, I'm
0: going to be all about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be a shifter. I'm going to be the
1: lead shifter. Apparently there's an Alice in Wonderland method. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what the fuck that is. <laughs> Probably psychedelics. Oh, no, I bet it's just falling down a hole. <laughs> Or whatever the hell she does when she, like, falls asleep under the goddamn tree.
0: I just imagine some, some like, scene kids rolling up at their local Comic-Con for their shift meetup. And, and they're like, all right, we're going to throw Cindy down a hole and she's going to shift into Hogwarts.
1: I don't think that's actually, how, that's not how you actually do it, but that would be fucking hilarious. I would watch that content. That's what I'm here for.
0: <laughs> oh my god man sometimes i wish i was on tiktok i uh i i watch all my tiktoks through the uh the r slash tiktok cringe subreddit
1: which i saw you post something in that today i was like oh i didn't know about this subreddit follow
0: yeah it's not always cringe they've expanded to just like generally be tiktok videos so a lot of it's pretty quality content like there there's some genuinely funny stuff on there and the <laughs> the one i posted earlier the Call of Duty Gay Pride speedrun. Very funny stuff.
1: <laughs> that was very good. Uh
0: so right before we started recording, I left to get some Chinese food and I uh I just ate that in like 15 minutes before we started here. So I might be a little burpy, I apologize. But uh I'm I'm a fucking disgusting animal, Hayden. Oh no. So I I explained I think in our fast food tier list episode that when I get food The sides normally don't make it back to my apartment, right? Like, I I eat the fries on the way home. And I do the same thing with egg rolls. But egg rolls are a different beast because they're always fresh. Like, somehow, whenever I get them from the takeout place, they're always so hot. Like, they exist in the same dimension as pizza rolls. So, I gotta, like, (laughs) I gotta hold them up to my car's AC vent to cool them off to be able to eat. No, you don't. <laughs> you really
1: do that? Yeah, I do. Chris, you got a problem, man.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> So I was driving home today, and I'm, and I'm trying to bite into it, but it's still really hot on the inside. The filling's really hot. And you know how, like, an egg roll, it's got, like, the the crispy, crunchy outer layer, and then the secondary wrap inside that's, like, softer, and then inside of that is the filling? Yes. So I bite down on the egg roll. And I crunch through the outer layer, which is extra flaky, so I'm biting down, and it's already falling all over my shirt in the driver's seat. Uh, and then I, I try to tear it off, but I'm trying to be real smooth and delicate about it because I don't want the filling to hit the roof of my mouth and scorch me and ruin the rest of my meal. And, and so yeah. the, the outer bit's pretty easy. that comes right off because it's real brittle. But the, the inner layer was just kind of like tearing, but not coming off. And so eventually, like, I got that off, but then that caused so much of the egg roll filling to fall out of the egg roll and onto my shirt. So now I'm driving, trying to eat this egg roll, and I got a hot egg roll filling on my chest. And uh, it was, uh, you know, basically what I'm saying is I,
1: I don't know how I'm still single. <laughs> Where's, this is the weirdest start to an episode we've had, and no one's going to know where this one's going. <laughs>
0: Uh so <laughs> that's how my day's been going essentially.
1: Okay. Um, uh, okay. You're no longer gonna eat egg rolls on the way home. Uh just no. Just kidding, yeah you will. <laughs>
0: I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> that's definitely not. Uh, what's I about.
1: mean, a logical person would have taken that story and been like, oh yeah, just don't do that again. But <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you live and learn. So yeah, adapt. So there's been a couple trailers coming out the last few days. Uh, there's been a lot of news that I really want to talk about in the podcast, but uh, some exciting trailers and, uh, I linked you to one before we started and that's not the one I want to talk about right now. Oh, uh, we need to do a guilty pleasures movie episode at some point. Okay. Uh, cause I, d- I don't know if you are even like, I don't know if this movie exists in your consciousness, but did you see, or were aware of the movie sing the, Animated movie, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a jukebox musical, an animated movie that's like, you know, riding the furry wave of
1: Zootopia. Chris, you forget I've always had TV, so I see commercials for every children's movie that is ever coming out.
0: Oh, I see. uh I forget when that movie came out, but I was still in college. I want to say, and me, my mom, and my sister all went to the theater to see that movie. I don't know why. I, I think it was my mom's idea, but I actually really liked that movie. Like I I think, you know, if we're if we're using the the big picture definition of a jukebox musical, because that's the only place I've ever heard that term. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a jukebox musical outside of Sing, but I wouldn't think it's normally my thing and maybe it's just the furry in me coming out. But I really like Sing, and I don't, think it's, I don't think it's actually a bad movie. I thought it was a lot of fun, and it's kind of a guilty pleasure. But uh, the trailer for the sequel to that movie dropped a few days ago, and I'm unreasonably excited.
1: I've, uh, I've seen on the Facebook uh, family members who have kids reacting and saying, Oh! I can't wait to see this, so I don't think uh, you're alone in appreciating that movie, uh, because I'm pretty sure it's just, and if I'm wrong, you've seen it, so you can tell me, I have not seen it. Isn't it just kind of like a singing performance competition, the whole movie? Yeah, like, uh,
0: the first movie is like a community theater version of American Idol, and it seems like this one's going for more of an America's Got Talent approach. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a singing competition essentially.
1: So yeah, you know, you play some classic or not maybe not classic, but the 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 hot hits. You know, the parents are just listening to music basically. The kids are, you know, sugar combing themselves and eating all the popcorn. <laughs> it's, yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. I mean it's got I,
0: it's got your Katy Perry's, your Taylor Swift's. Seth MacFarlane plays a mouse singing Frank Sinatra. So you know you got you 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 hit the you hit the ones. Also. Taryn Edgerton, I think is how his name is pronounced. Uh, he plays the gorilla, and he did some Elton John in the first movie prior to him playing Elton John in the biopic. Ah, oh, that's how he got casted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Taron, listen, we loved you as the gorilla. We need you for Elton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Didn't he get nominated for an Oscar? I have no idea. I actually don't think he did. Which, I don't know. I don't know. I won't hey, say more. Hey, that kid's more. great, though. I like his stuff. Yeah, he's in uh, the Gentleman movie. Kingsman. That one, yep. like that. <laughs> well, I haven't seen movie. the second one. Uh, it's yeah. not as good. That's what I heard. That's why I didn't see it, because it didn't get great reviews. Because yeah. no, I'm a fair-weather critic fan. What can I say?
0: Wait, what does that mean?
1: Like, if reviews come out and... They're like, yeah, eh. I'm not going to go pay money to see it in theaters.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think I've got a skewed idea of the quality of movies because like I know the tomato meter is not like a, a great indication of quality just because of the way the tomato meter is measured. But I find myself thinking if a movie is like under 70 percent then I kind of write the movie off and that's that's definitely not fair. I, I'm sure there's plenty of movies I, I really like that are sitting at like 50 a chappy
1: for instance dude i i mean as we found out in discord so this is a little like haha no one's gonna know what this means except you and i but uh my taste in movies is quite good and i always kind of knew that and then for rotten tomatoes to back me up on it my head's real big now <laughs> is that right oh yeah uh so the other trailer that i did link
0: you is uh we we finally got a uh well, I guess it might have been a second trailer, even. I don't remember. We got another trailer for Shang-Chi, the next Marvel movie after Black Widow, I believe. Unless I the Turtles the is first. first.
1: I think it's the first official trailer. There's been a teaser trailer, I think. I think. So
0: we got... uh, I, I was telling you before we recorded, I always think of Endgame and Infinity War as so far separated from like almost every other movie prior to it, that I was thinking it felt like it had been a while since we had gotten like a new hero introduced. But that's really not the case, because in the same phase that we had Infinity War and Endgame, we had Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and Doctor Strange all getting their debut movies. But it kind of feels like now that we're in this new era of Marvel, they're they're leaning into again bringing more heroes into the fold because uh properties like the eternals and shang chi don't have the same kind of uh like cultural awareness that characters like captain marvel or black panther already had these feel more like guardians of the galaxy where you tell somebody about this property and they're like who the fuck is that why should i care so like i was pretty not excited about both of those properties until they drop the trailers, and I'm, I, I don't know why I ever doubt Marvel. Obviously, I'm a fanboy, but the Shang-Chi trailer looked really good.
1: Yeah, it did. Uh, I'm excited for that.
0: Plus, uh, did you pick up on, uh, there was uh, the scene at the end, the cage fight? Uh, that was quite possibly Abomination coming back and fighting Wong in the cage for some reason.
1: Yeah, I thought that looked, that, that thing looked, familiar um but he's on screen for like two seconds so it's like I bet someone's gonna tell me or have a video essay out literally already that tells me exactly who that is and why I should care oh and yeah then I'll just watch that
0: especially because uh his design has changed a bit since the original Hulk movie and I guess looks closer to his comic designs with like some fins and gills uh, but we Sick. know that Abomination is supposed to be in the She-Hulk series, so it looks like we might get a look at him before that. Which uh, is its own kind of excitement that, you know, it, it's weird to think that after 10 years they're finally doing it, but it feels like Disney has even more confidence in Marvel, and the world is feeling more full. Like, every side character feels just as important as the main characters, and they're okay with getting the money to keep the actors on for these characters and use them in smaller projects. Like, even in Phase 2 of Marvel, we wouldn't have gotten a series like Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. But now we can do that, and we can do WandaVision, and we can do She-Hulk and Miss Marvel, and it's, it's a good time to be a Marvel fan.
1: Oh, it's been a good time to be a Marvel fan, but it just keeps getting better. Absolutely. And that's what's kind of amazing is they just now, with the reputation that they have established with how successful the movies have been, like you said, that they, they can kinda basically do whatever the hell they want now. And until they just have a bunch of flops, which I don't really know how they're do unless they spend too much time on some of these newer, lesser known characters that but they're hitting the right demographics, you know? They're hitting underrepresented communities to have a character that represents them and bet your ass that whole community is going to go out and watch that movie. Like it's just what happens. So it's really cool what they're doing. And I mean, I guess, I guess what, this is kind of going to be a Marvel episode in a sense, since there's so much new stuff finally coming out with Loki having started. Uh, I don't, I think you said you watched an episode. I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably going to just wait till the whole thing's out and then just binge it but then when does and when does black widow come out is that like this weekend uh july 9th okay so it's in 2 weeks
0: yeah it'd be it's next just,
1: friday it i think it's safe to say that we 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 have gotten past the covid bump in marvel content and we're back on the regular release or as regular a release schedule as we could get coming out of covid
0: yeah and you know assuming you know cross your fingers assuming we don't get another, like, really bad surge of COVID and the vaccines are useless so we have to shut down theaters again, Um, even though Black Widow is releasing July of this year, which is the seventh month out of 12 in a normal year, you know how numbers work, uh, Uh we still have four Marvel movies coming out this year. Oh, fuck. Because Black Widow comes out in July... Shang-Chi is in September, Eternals is in November, and then Spider-Man is in December.
1: Oh, see, now now that's too many. (laughs) (laughs) And that's in the second half
0: of the year. That's crazy, Uh, because even at the height of Marvel so far, we got three movies a year tops, and on average, we'd only get two. But now we've got four movies and as many, if not more, series. It's, yeah, that's It's a
1: lot of content. That's nuts, dude. Holy crap. I didn't know we were they were, there were that many coming out in that short of time. Yeah. Jesus. Again,
0: assuming nothing gets pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially Spider-Man sitting in December, that could get pushed back. If, you know, if for some reason the movie's not done or we have to close down theaters again because Black Widow's been delayed three or four times
1: just to get the theater window right. I kind of can't believe they didn't, uh, put that out on Disney Plus to be completely honest.
0: Oh, what's well, going to be there too.
1: No, I know, but I'm surprised they didn't do the Mulan route where they just put it straight on Disney Plus cuz that movie got delayed an entire year. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that movie was done and they were just like, "Nope, we aren't releasing it unless it's in the theaters," which is like, okay, whatever, you can do that, but seems kind of bold. It would have been more I would have liked to have seen it for the just the uh, the data, really. How successful could a Marvel movie have been if it just released on a streaming platform and not in theaters?
0: Yeah, instead we got the, uh, the TV experiment with WandaVision.
1: Which I'll take. I'll, if that's a trade-off, okay, I'm happy. We got <laughs> WandaVision. I don't care.
0: Yeah, and so that'll be almost, well, just over two years to the date. Of the last Marvel movie releasing in theaters because Spider Man Far From Home was July second, twenty nineteen.
1: I will say it was a nice break. But then it went really long. So I do I, I do miss going to see a Marvel movie, but I don't know if I missed it enough for you to just like just shove it down my throat with a big <laughs> old spoon.
0: Yeah. No, I I was I was up to date on one division pretty consistently. And then I, I binged a few episodes at a time of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I'm falling behind on Loki now. And I don't think it's Marvel's fault. It's just where I'm at in life that it's falling behind. But uh, it is going to be a lot harder to keep up going forward. And I wonder how intertwined the movie narratives going forward are going to be with the TV whenever they decide to build up to another Infinity War type event. If they ever build up to another event like
1: that. True. Very true. I will say it'll be a lot easier for me, I think, in the next three months. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, I know you're out there, anime fans. Uh, Because I don't think this next season of anime is going to have nearly as many shows that I feel obligated to watch. Oh no! Even though I dropped so many because there were just so many last season. And I'm kind of just happy that the season's ending. (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, I have a problem. But... Yeah, it's strangely enough, I'm like, oh, I might start playing games again. But there's so much other TV content to watch. <laughs> yeah, but, for real. you know, is it time for us to move on to our main topic of today? Or are we still shooting the shit? No, I think we are good to go.
0: Um, although, you know, I could agree. I have also been playing some video games recently, which is nice because I haven't been doing that. But I found some stuff that's pretty fun. Steam Summer sales going on right now. Get you some deals.
1: Yeah. And maybe, depending on how long this takes, we might talk about what we've been playing or tease you for a whole nother week. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll
0: see how it goes. So the, the reason we're talking so much Marvel is because with Black Widow coming out, we want to do a little bit of hype for the buildup, and we didn't have anything else worth talking about this week. So, uh, in honor of Phase 4, finally beginning, we are going to do another tier list episode, and we are going to rank every marvel mcu movie thus far specifically mcu this will not include like sam raimi spider-man's or fox fantastic fours or into the spider-verse we're not going to be ranking the shows this is just mcu phases one two and three all 23 movies so far
1: i i thought it was 20 but i don't know
0: somewhere around there but we are also including incredible hulk which uh some people strike from the canon for legal reasons so we're going to uh, we're going to start Fair the ranking enough. going from release order uh which i've got the wikipedia page set up so i could do so listen i've had i've had some heated arguments with people that think incredible hulk came out before iron man and uh, i wanted to throw a hot dog at these people's heads because it was it was at a
1: barbecue. <laughs> i mean tony stark literally shows up at the end of that movie right why why would he do Why no one would know who the fuck that is if Iron Man hadn't already come out, I'd be like, "Why is Robert Downey Jr. showing up? Fucking ridiculous.
0: Get it together, people." All right. So Iron Man. Yeah, so to that point, Iron Man 1, the movie that started it all, began one of the most impactful character journeys that lasted an entire fucking decade. Where do you put it?
1: See, this is the one I I had I almost I tried to start a rewatch and then things happened and so that didn't happen. But I did rewatch Iron Man somewhat recently. And you know, I'm I'm really torn at my my initial thought is B. But I would I, I kind of want to put it at A cuz I just feel like it is like the staple movie of the the whole the whole thing and i don't know i but i my my initial thought is b tier.
0: yeah and i kind of agree it it definitely sits like if i could do a b.5 i think that's where i'd want to put iron man
1: b plus tier b plus <clears throat> b
0: plus uh and and so i think since we have like a smaller group of stuff here as compared to our fast food tier list i think as we go this could organically shift as we get comfortable with where we're putting movies <laughs> we see we're like oh it can't be on the same <laughs> tier as that one right exactly um uh, because i think iron man one is a solid movie but it did also like it was before marvel really found its footing before it really figured out what its style wanted to be and it suffers from a lot of the tropes that marvel had a hard time shedding and and even still kind of clings on to such as uh jeff bridges as the villain in the movie like he is introduced and dies in that movie he's never talked about again he's never brought up again he's not allowed to be a character and that kind of sucks, and that's something that Marvel has a problem with, um, including a lack of character consistency in Rhodey being recast for the next movie. Um, none of that necessarily detracts from the movie itself, because it is still a genuinely good movie. But yeah, I think if we're ranking it against other Marvel movies,
1: I think it's pretty comfortable in the middle for now. Yeah, I 100% agree. I didn't think we would agree on that one, but you know. These always surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, I have not seen
0: The Incredible Hulk, and I don't really have any interest in seeing The Incredible Hulk. I like Hulk as a character in the MCU as he is, uh, but given how, you know, similarly, how different that movie is compared to the Hulk we have now, and I just had no interest in the character at the time, uh, I haven't seen it, but you have, so what did you think of it?
1: It's been a minute, but this this movie was on HBO a lot growing up, so I saw it a lot. Um, honestly, did they wait? Did they not ever make a sequel? No, he he has only ever had the one standalone movie. Okay, cause see, I'm an idiot and thought they made, for some reason thought they made two. So like, I thought the whole first one was him just you know fighting the government, and then Big Boy comes in, and that was the second movie. So, I I don't really, I mean, I know I've seen it, (laughs) but I don't know how to accurately say whether it's a C or a D tier, so, um, D tier, (laughs) because (laughs) let's be more uh, polarizing. Although, I am the only person I feel like on this earth, and I've already forgotten his name, so when I say, you're gonna know what I'm saying, that feels like, what's his name who plays Bruce Banner in this one, portrayed... Bruce Banner, better than other guy. And I forgot both of their names, and that's bad. I believe
0: the first one was Ed Norton. Yes. uh, Of Fight Club fame. And the new guy is Mark Ruffalo.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Jesus Yes, I have credentials and qualifications (laughs) to rank these movies because, yeah. I liked Edward Norton as, I just thought he looked and felt more like Bruce Banner. Uh, but I'm like the only person who thinks that. So, so do you not I,
0: like Mark Ruffalo, or do you just like? No, Norton I like better? Ruffalo.
1: I like I like Ruffalo. That's the weird part. Is like I just thought he was fine. I just thought the way Norton did the sciencey part, of, he was a much more serious Bruce Banner than what Ruffalo was. Ruffalo was just like came in when it was peak all these jokes in Marvel, and so it fit well. I'm not saying it didn't fit well, but Norton took a much more serious approach to the character, and I just like that more.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think that's, that's an appreciable opinion.
1: Because it, it was kind of a weird tonal shift when Ruffalo comes in, and then Bruce Banner's like, yeah, I, don't, you know, I just don't get angry, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm just a mad scientist who doesn't want to get angry because I hurt people. And then Edward Norton was like, no, I'm fucking controlling this shit. <laughs> at least that's kind of how the end of it goes but i don't know but still deteriorate the movie's not very good all right so iron man 2
0: then how much do you remember about iron man 2 i haven't seen it oh you haven't seen that one
1: yeah here's the other thing uh, i haven't seen a lot more movie <laughs> mar- a lot more marvel movies than i thought uh i thought i saw more of them but uh it turns out no did he get on that
0: rewatch again <laughs> yeah you-, you fell off the horse after iron man one
1: yeah, okay. there's uh, reasons that I won't go into on the podcast.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I I think Iron Man two could sit pretty comfortably right next to the
1: first one at B tier, um, if only because I thought that was the one that sucked. What? I thought I thought there was one of them that everyone didn't like. Was that two or
0: three? Uh, I I couldn't tell you honestly. I I think you're definitely right, but I probably have different opinions in the public on that.
1: Okay, well, you know what? I hope you do. I'm all about pissing people off when we do these.
0: (laughs) I think it's a it's a balancing act where I think Iron Man one came out as a better movie than Iron Man two, but Iron Man two had a lot of elements that made it more fun. Especially because if you look at the timeline of release, like we had Iron Man one and Incredible Hulk both coming out in 2008, which was that that was like the pilot for the MCU. Once Iron Man two came out, then we were pretty consistently hitting two movies per year. Because we had a two-year gap from 2008 to 2010 until Iron Man 2 came out. So now Marvel is like, they're getting a little more free reign. They're allowed to do a little bit more. So the action is bigger in Iron Man 2. We've got Rhodey coming in as War Machine, which is really cool. So we've got these tangential characters coming in. We're hinting at other pieces coming together. Um, This movie led directly into Thor because we had the tease that's like, oh my god, we're getting more heroes. This was the moment that the MCU started to get its bones together. And I think that's worth commenting on and makes the experience of that movie watching all the more fun.
1: Okay. So B tier. Uh, I can't tell you anything else, so... (laughs) So then the
0: first Thor movie. I am pretty lukewarm on Thor in general until we get to Thor Ragnarok. I'm feeling like Thor is a C tier movie.
1: Okay. Again, haven't seen <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, a lot of these phase one movie, phase one and some of the phase two is where I I just didn't get on board completely. And then I saw Avengers and was like, yeah, this is kind of badass.
0: Sure. Uh, but basically, like, I mean, Thor until Ragnarok was, you know, reasonably pretty stiff because of the way his character is. I wasn't super interested in the Asgardian lore. I didn't buy into the character a whole lot. The writing wasn't that fun. None of the characters felt like they mattered. And Hiddleston really didn't hit his stride as Loki until the next movie, uh, which he was still fun in Thor, but it wasn't like, no, no one was crazy about Loki at this point. So, C tier. Uh, but then how about the first Avengers movie then? You, 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 or I'm sorry, we got Captain America, the first Avenger first. How do you feel about that? How do you like Cap?
1: Oh, God, see, there's just something about the, the jump between B and A. I I feel like I have to put it on B tier. I think that is very on par with the first Iron Man. I'm going to dispute that. I think it's better. I think it goes in A tier. Oh. I mean, now this is weird because, like, I... Captain America movies were my favorite of the first two, like... Of the first, like, trilogy. Well, I don't really count Civil War as a Captain America movie. It's like a pseudo Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. But... Like, I loved Captain America, and I don't really know. I think it was only because the first one was World War II aesthetic, and I'm a slut for some World War II aesthetic. But, I mean, I would. I, you are not going to have to fight me on moving that up to A tier. Because <laughs> I do I do feel like that, because of the nature of it, it's not really superhero-y. That appeals to a lot of people, and I think that you could say that that was one of the first ones that actually brought people on board to being like, oh, this is what Marvel's doing and getting you used to the formula that they go on to perfect.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think you, you could write papers about the primordial ooze that Phase 1 was and how the different pieces of the movies influenced how Marvel wrote its arcs going forward. Where, Like I mentioned, Iron Man 2 was the first time we got some uh, side characters teasing to be grown into something more. But Captain America being so separate from the movies prior, but also Captain America being the heart and soul of the first decade of the MCU is very impactful. And I think the first Avenger is possibly the strongest of the Marvel origin
1: movies. Oh, I'd agree. I would 100% agree. Uh,
0: so then we have Marvel's Avengers, the first Avengers movie. The, which was I like, have to put it uh, on A-tier. the big the big blockbuster blowout where we had all the crazy CG and Loki and and was the moment that everyone was like okay we're doing this
1: yeah no it's it's an easy A tier for me because they mesh all four characters incredibly well four to six characters depending <laughs> on if you count uh Black Widow and Hawkeye right but I I. I think just what they were able to do, in from a a cinematic experience, I mean, I, I, and also I think the the plot line was pretty good for that kind of a movie of bringing everyone together. Um, I, I, I think it's solidly on A tier.
0: I agree. It's it's close to being S. I think somebody could feel strongly about it and want it at S. Um but I think the the movies I'm thinking about that I feel like belong in S, they're much better movies than Avengers. So I think it it's pretty comfortable at A.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I uh, I'll give I'll give a little spoiler. I have only 3 potential S tiers, but Uh,
0: yeah so you're gonna have to rein me in this is why the the tier list is gonna have to change because i might have like five s tier movies no 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 no, (laughs) no. i will not let that happen
1: because i've seen i i know there's still a lot i haven't seen but i know i know enough of what happens in them to be able to get shut shut the fuck up a tier a tier at best
0: okay so now we're moving into phase two which starts with iron man three and i
1: i assume you have not seen iron man three I have not. I don't even know who the bad guy in that one is. Yeah, is it Ultron? See,
0: I, ha- no. <laughs> I have no. I have. I know Iron it's Man not. 3. But oh no, Iron Man three. That was one where it had the Mandarin fake out, where like they, they tried to do the Mandarin, but then walked it back at the end that it was just like a British actor, and then they they didn't touch the Mandarin ever again until now with Shang Chi. Um, and people oh. were pretty pissed off about that. Um, there's a lot of good things in Iron Man three. There's a lot of things it sets up that pay off later including stuff that pays off in small ways in endgame itself um but i don't feel strongly about iron man 3 i think it could go in c tier
1: i really hope that iron man 2 is the one that people don't like and that you flip them and <laughs> you piss, like you piss james off with this i would be so happy look i'm not a slave
0: to the public okay i have opinions and you True. T- you can call him bad all you want hit us up on twitter
1: yes please
0: <laughs> please <laughs> follow the twitter <laughs> okay so in the first movie that neither of us have seen and i think we the, the one of two of the movies on here that neither of neither of us have, of us have <laughs> neither of us have seen <laughs> and that's thor the dark world and i think we get a pass on this one since it's Pretty well known to be the weakest of the Marvel movies, which I'll always defend Marvel and say even its weakest movies are still pretty good. But I've heard this movie comes off as as fairly boring and was part of why Ragnarok came out so strongly as a reinvention of Thor's character. Uh, But we haven't seen it, so it's going to sit in the haven't seen category. Yep. Uh, Now. Are you going to tell me that Winter Soldier is not an S tier movie?
1: No, it's S tier and it's arguably the greatest it it it, in my opinion, it is the greatest Marvel movie that we've gotten so far. That's a point of mostly because it is not only a fantastic superhero movie, it's just an absolutely fantastic spy movie. And I don't think enough people talk about that that it's one of the greatest spy movies to come out in the last twenty years.
0: Yeah, I love when a movie can take a genre and twist it with a really unique concept. Like, uh, th- this is gonna be really basic in film, bro. but uh, I I recently sat down and rewatched Inception, and I love that Inception is a heist movie, but with a premise so fucking weird that you have to adapt every single aspect of the tropes of a spy movie to fit within the context of its own canon. And Winter Soldier is a very similar thing where you wouldn't think a superhero movie played as straight as Captain America could work as a spy movie as well, but it
1: fucking does. It's so, it's just so good. It's, I, I haven't seen it in so long. I think I've only seen it twice. Shit, I might have only seen it the one time in theaters. That is definitely a possibility, but it stuck with me more than any of, well, I don't want to say stuck with me more than any of them because, I mean, uh, in game like if that <laughs> one doesn't stick with you. Like, come on, but uh, it it is my. It's been. My, it's always been my favorite, and yeah, there's no way you could talk me down from putting it on S tier.
0: Totally agree. Uh, so then Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm feeling like that's an A tier movie for me.
1: Yes, this is one that could. Is, is almost on the cusp of S-Tier because this is the one that got your parents into Marvel. It's the one that got my parents into Marvel, which is why I say that. But I also don't think they're alone in that and how the appeal of it just being a funky space movie and not really at all a superhero movie if you didn't know that's what it was supposed to be, just a space comedy. Like, the soundtrack bangs, so all your parents are going to like it for just the music. And it introduced, it was like a mini Avengers movie because there were so many different personalities that they brought together in a very cohesive and funny way. There's just, oh, I don't know. I could maybe, I could make the argument for S, but to me, almost more than Captain America, this is the standard A Marvel movie. Like, I compare every other movie in A tier to Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: That's fair. I don't think James Gunn gets enough credit for how this movie in particular influenced the entirety of the MCU going forward. Um, I I have gotten a little more cynical towards Joss Whedon as I have gotten older. Um, And, you know, he wrote the first two Avengers movies, and I think his style certainly opened the door for James Gunn, but I will also say without James Gunn, I don't think we get taika. Uh, James Gunn in the way he wrote Guardians that like Guardians was billed to be a comedy as well as a superhero movie where like Iron Man was obviously really quippy and Captain America was a little dry in its humor. But Guardians was a full on comedy and you can feel that influence ripple throughout every movie going forward, like from ant-man forward which again that was a lot of edgar wright's original writing too uh it changed things because it was very good and it was you know for being a team of nobody heroes that nobody knew about like n- nobody going to see a marvel movie in the theaters knew who the guardians of the galaxy were but james gunn took that and he fucking ran with it and made a really good movie
1: and the, I, it also i think was the it opened the door now i don't know this on timeline but it, it it opened the door for us to get a lot of these unknown heroes. We're gonna get in Phase Four, I think. If we don't, if Guardians isn't a success, I, you know, I think they stick to more of the traditional big names that we still haven't gotten or that people are familiar with. They might not know a whole bunch about. But like a lot of these new characters they're bringing out in in Phase Four, like I have no idea who they are. I mean, granted, I don't follow comics that much, but I know enough about them to know the major players. And yeah, if we're going like, if we did did it differently and we're looking at all of these from an influential standpoint, it's a S tier easy. Mm-hmm. But from a standalone movie, I just think it's just solid as hell. I don't think it's amazing, but it's just a super solid, well done movie.
0: Right. Uh, so in speaking of Joss Whedon, the next one up is Age of Ultron. Uh, and I think perspective has shifted on this movie as the years have gone it, yes. on. But uh, it's in the middle somewhere.
1: I, I would have said after, I've only seen it the first time I watched it. I really need to go back and rewatch it. But if this is uh, high school Hayden giving his review, it's a C tier. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was that great. They did the Marvel thing that you mentioned earlier and where they introduce a baddie and kill him. And I just, th- this one kind of, I think when I look back on it, not having seen the movie again, but just looking back on what I remember, it seems kind of like they, they just did Ultron dirty as hell from a villain that seems to be uh, very active in the MCU to just be like, yeah, he's gone. Seems like a very weird choice that they made.
0: Yeah, and especially for, like, as far as Avengers movie villains go, at least Loki had a movie for us to introduce him before he was a big bad. But Ultron literally just had this movie. Like, he was a one-off villain inside of an Avengers titled movie, which is a shame. Especially for the performance James Spader gave as Ultron. Phenomenal.
1: Oh, it was amazing.
0: And sucks that you know, I, I think if they really want to, they can get Ultron back. They can write him back in somehow. Uh, but it's it's a shame that it was written in the way that it did. Um so I mean they
1: could have had a whole arc where he's the bad guy. Like this they could have oh, starting phase two, we introduce Ultron and the whole phase two is them like Ultron fucking shit up and them having to deal with that. Yeah, absolutely. like they could have done that because he's that level of a bad guy. Like he's a Doctor Doom level bad guy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think,
1: right? I don't know. If I'm if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but from my limited knowledge, I always associated them on being pretty much on the same tier. Yeah, like, written, they can fuck some shit up.
0: Written the right way, they are both of them are just under Thanos on level of threat and
1: even like blowing up the world <laughs> in,
0: in some continuities dr doom could even be worse but generally
1: speaking so yeah i'll, I'll agree that can go on c tier and now but to you to what you said i think we should both re-watch this one because i'm very curious to, uh, to see if the everyone's opinion changing towards this one is actually right or if they're all just smoking the tea leaves and they're like it wasn't that bad <laughs>
0: Uh, so then the second movie that Nyos has seen, which we, we could reasonably get some flack for, uh, and that is the
1: first Ant-Man movie. I think we should we, we should watch it, because I have a family friend who has really tried to get me to watch it and says that the first Ant-Man's pretty good. Probably like B-tier good. Uh, but I don't know. I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, so now I don't really give a shit to watch Ant-Man, because <laughs> I wasn't very, as we'll get to, wasn't that impressed with Ant-Man and the Wasp. but. You know, haven't seen it. So I think we can, unless you got thoughts.
0: No, I'll just say that, uh, you know, famously Edgar Wright had a falling out with Disney over how he was writing the movie and uh, he will likely never write a Marvel movie. And we didn't exactly get his original vision, but I love Edgar Wright and they definitely used pieces of his screenplay here at the very least. So it seems like a movie I should really watch. And I know if and when I sit down to watch it, I will like it, but yeah, I just haven't had the motivation to because as a character, I don't really care about Ant-Man and the movies haven't really done a whole lot to sell me on the character having his own movie. Like I think he's a lot of fun, but I I just haven't bought into watching his own movie yet. And and that's probably more my fault than the character.
1: Well, and to that to that point, the 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 getting shrinky and going into the wormhole shit that I don't actually know what it's called, uh, could be very important coming up in the later phases with the new the next Ant Man movie, right? He's getting another movie, right? yeah,
0: Quantum Mania,
1: yeah, like that. The name of that one, I'm like, ooh, I might actually watch that. So <laughs> who does? So that's the end of Phase Two, and uh, that was the end of Phase Two.
0: Yeah, everything Boy, else is a Phase
1: Three movie. Does Phase Three start with Civil War? Yep. Oh, my God. Okay, you go first on Civil War.
0: Uh, it's an S-tier.
1: Eh.
0: Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Uh, how is it not an I, S-tier?
1: Uh, because, because they gave it the name Captain America. But- it's not a Captain America movie. It's a Marvel. It's, it's an Avengers-level movie where there's a subplot of Captain America's shit. Like, because I I literally pull it down a whole tier because it was like two movie plots in one, and I don't think the two movie plots meshed very well together.
0: I I think you are either misremembering or downplaying the influence that Bucky had over the entire course of the movie, uh, given that Zemo was the main villain pulling some strings on Bucky and therefore making it a more important Captain America movie. Where the the entire through line of the plot was, uh, Zemo like bombing the UN, killing T'Challa's father, and then yeah, uh, essentially Steve trying to protect Bucky from the government, leave it, leading to the Sokovia Accords. Uh, I mean, as well as the events of Ultron. Oh,
1: and that that was I think part of it too. I didn't really like that. <laughs> I was like Steve, Steve. Steve, I know he's your bro, but like, dude, dude, I know you can try to protect him, but you are being irrationally fucking stupid right now. Stop it. And I was like, you're killing me. You're coming off of Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, and then you're like, bro, I need you to chill a little bit. I don't know. I, I would, I find it hard to put it on S tier. I know I'm probably in the minority on that because I think a lot of people really like that one. Uh but I'll settle for a tier on it. Oof. I didn't think that was going to happen. Cause I think that's controversial. I think me thinking it's an tier is not a tier is not the, uh, the normal thought.
0: Well, I can at least agree that there are things that the movie doesn't do super well. Like, you know, Zemo as a character in this moment is not very strong. They, they don't use him to his full potential and at least they didn't kill him. So he was able to come back later and be a much stronger character, but definitely wasn't used to his full potential here. Um, A lot of what people really like about Civil War is, you know, this was the first time we got to see Spider-Man, the airport scene. And Black Panther. And Black Panther. The airport scene is almost as iconic as the final battle in Endgame. Like if if you're priming somebody for Marvel, you're like, watch the airport scene. And if they're not in, then they're not going to be in. Civil War does a lot yeah. of important things for the MCU, but it's, it's not its best movie. So I think it's at least A. I would personally put it at S.
1: I, I have one more reason to knock it down <laughs> okay. to A tier. It was 15 to 20 minutes too long.
0: I feel like you think that about a, a,
1: every movie. You think that about every movie? I think
0: you think that about
1: every movie. I do, because <laughs> Sean Finnessy and I are of the same cloth. And we are in a golden age of every movie being 15 to 20 minutes too long. <laughs> and that movie is 15 to 20 minutes. So I, I know it was a huge, like, until we hadn't gotten Infinity War yet. But, like, it was the, the first trying-to-be-on-that-level event. But it was too long. And by the time after the final confrontation between Cap and Iron Man, I'm like, Okay, the movie's over, right? And then you get, like, 10, 15 more minutes (laughs) of the Zemo stuff, and I'm like, ah, I don't care. I wanted it to end. All we are
0: here at Healthy Obsession are shills for the big picture and Hassan Piker.
1: Well, I'm the shill for Hassan Piker, but yes, the big picture, yeah. I just steal content from other content creators because we are trying to just ride those coattails.
0: (laughs) So... All right, so we're putting Civil War at A tier.
1: We got to speed this up, baby. We're going to go long.
0: Well, what time are we at? 50 minutes. Oh, boy. I thought this would go faster. Um, all right, well, Doc Strange, it's a B tier, right?
1: Yes. I don't really have a lot of thoughts on that one. It's just solid. I didn't care for it when it first came out, and then I saw it way later and was like, oh, that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, this was the point that people were getting kind of tired of the origin story formula. Uh, but Doctor Strange is a really interesting character. I really like Benedict Cumberbatch. And I also really like Mads Mickelson, even if his character isn't very interesting in the movie. Um, it it's kind of like you gotta do the movie because nobody knows who Doctor Strange is, but Multiverse of Madness is probably gonna be way better.
1: Yes. I'm I'm very excited for that one.
0: Uh Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I would say is a C tier movie.
1: See, my initial thought was B tier, but honestly, it's not that great.
0: Yeah, like there's I
1: I was pretty disappointed.
0: I don't remember almost anything from Guardians except for uh, Yondu dying. That was the name, right? Yondu. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the stuff with Ego is like fucking whatever. I don't care if Peter is a celestial. Uh, yeah. It was just like I, I and honestly I miss I miss Big Groot. I was never a fan of Baby Groot. I don't really like Teenage Groot. I just want Groot. Groot.
1: Yeah. So I like okay. Baby Groot, but Adolescent Groot was kind of like, meh.
0: But they did open the movie with Mr. Blue Sky, which is one of the greatest songs of all time. So, bonus points.
1: <laughs> Another banging soundtrack. Like, Volume 2's soundtrack was just as good as Volume 1's.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, you told me you haven't seen one of the Spider-Man movies. I'm assuming that's Far From Home that you haven't seen.
1: Um, no, it's actually Far From Home is the one I've seen some of.
0: Oh. Okay, so you haven't seen the first. Well, wait, Spider-Man which
1: movie? one? Which one has my boy, um, Batman in it? You
0: mean Mysterio?
1: No, no, he plays Batman.
0: Bat- oh, I Michael can't Keaton. remember anyone's
1: name today.
0: Yeah, Michael Keaton. That was Homecoming. That was the first one.
1: I- oh, okay. He plays I've seen Vulture. most. I've seen most of Homecoming.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I was right. <laughs> you you've seen the first one. Uh, B tier. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's fair. Um, it's a lot. I've only seen like half the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, now I'm forgetting the actor who plays Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, he's. I got. I I got you. I got you. Tom Holland's great. He's an absolute gem. He's a treat. I love everything he's in, even outside of Spider-Man. And he he is a he is a gift to the MCU. Um, but again, it was pretty formulaic with the origin story, especially when you got a villain like Vulture
1: who is there and gone. Is this one the one that's got Iron Man in it? Is that the, the right one? Yes. Okay. Because I'm saying on home... the on the picture on the picture.
0: Oh yeah, yes, yeah, that is the one.
1: Okay. I can't read it. It's too small print.
0: Uh. Okay. Now, are you gonna great f- content? Are you gonna fight me on Ragnarok being S tier? No. Okay. That was one I, of my. Three. I was gonna I was gonna stand staunch on that one. I, I, I could wiggle in Civil War, but there's no way I'm stepping down from Ragnarok.
1: No, Ragnarok's amazing, especially because or especially because of what uh you get uh literally right after that one happens. You're like, "Oh, fuck."
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh so like I said, James Gunn, I feel like really opened the door to Taika Waititi getting his uh his writing and directing role here. And uh right, that was writing and directing, right? Well, okay, he didn't do the screenplay. He he directed the movie. But I fucking love Taika. He's one of my favorite working directors right now. And if, if James Gunn laid the tracks, Taika's driving the train on the style of MCU going forward. It was a much-needed reinvention of Thor's character. And uh, his style of writing, I think, is going to have rippling influences throughout. And it's so fucking funny.
1: It's so funny. And the, just one of the better stories that's told throughout one movie. So, uh, yeah it that one's the easy s tier. It's one of my three easy s tiers. yeah okay I have two that you'll obviously know that I could go either way on. yeah, probably.
0: uh now, Black Panther, I'm pretty lukewarm
1: on and my I mean, that's an s tier for me. That's what that's my third media s That's your s tier? It got nominated for a fucking Oscar Chris as a like, pandering move. yeah, you okay, you're right. Maybe it is a tier. Never mind. I would put it a B tier. <laughs> No! Black Panther was really good. Ah! Uh, I really liked Black Panther.
0: I think Black Panther did things well. I don't know. I, I, I'm a little colored because, wow, that was a really bad objective
1: to use. Yeah, that was a bad objective. choice of words.
0: <laughs> I... My, my opinion is colored by the awful seeds. Still not better. It's, <laughs> it's a phrase! I... Uh, the CG in the final fight between Black Panther and Killmonger when, like, they're falling through the caves. It looks really bad. Do you remember how bad it looks? No, see, I don't. Daniel Kaluuya with the rhinos, how fucking bad those looked?
1: Okay, fine. You're gonna Plus, talk like, me I down mean, from being everyone, like S tier to B tier. Everyone I'm talks about bitch. Killmonger
0: being a really good villain, which he is. Like you know, you but, uh, find yourself B. Jordan. <laughs> you find yourself agreeing with his ideology, even though you don't agree with his methods. But then again, it did the Marvel thing where he's fucking dead at the end of the movie.
1: Yeah. Well, and I guess okay. If I look at it on tiers, like we said we might do. Yeah. No, I'm lit as shit trying to say that's S tier.
0: <laughs> like. We can split the difference and put it at A. I'm fine with that. I would put it at B.
1: I enjoyed it more than the ones on B tier, which is why I would say A. This one's like Iron Man for me, maybe, where it's like a B plus tier. A minus? I don't know. What's the most controversial? B? So let's leave it at B.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll put it at the front of
1: B. Oh, are you ordering them in a line? I'm not, I'm just but I'll it. put that one there. Okay.
0: I'll put it in front of Iron Man for you.
1: We're gonna get some shit <laughs> for that.
0: Uh okay. So Infinity War then. Here's our first like real, real, real big one.
1: Okay, can we just do Infinity War in uh Endgame Last?
0: Uh sure. Yeah, we could do that. Uh Because
1: I think these other three are pretty easy. Like Ant-Man and the Wasp, C tier. Uh Captain Marvel it, so also C tier.
0: I agree with that one. Uh Far from Home. I want to put that at the end of A tier.
1: A tier, really?
0: Yeah, but the end of A tier.
1: Okay. I mean, I haven't seen it. So. And
0: and a lot of it has to do with Jill and Hall's performance as Mysterio. It's uh it's fantastic. Uh again, Tom Holland as Spider Man is really great. I think he's really good. Um, and using it as a bookend after endgame is really, really smart. And uh, lays a lot of the groundwork for how the world is going to look going forward. And I think it is better than the original Spider-Man movie.
1: Ooh. So you should watch it. Bold. I should watch all the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, there's only two? Yeah, there's only two. Yeah, I should watch both. them. For some reason, I thought the third one was already out. Oops. <laughs> no, that's, um, that's December. So, okay, the big two. Um, I want I to think- put
0: them both in S. But for different I think in, reasons.
1: I, the, you know why I, I the, here's the reason why I, I don't think I can. Okay. Infinity War is the superior movie, and I don't even think it's a question if you're comparing the two. All around, Infinity War is just a much, oh, like from start to finish, we were like, fuck, this is this is great. I, it was You were on the ride, and it literally didn't stop until the snap. And there's parts of uh, Endgame where I'm like, like that first that first quarter where they're just kind of like, I know it was very, I know what they were trying to do was showing like how everyone's changed with the way things are, but it was a slow start, and the ending is legendary, but I I don't know, I it was it was kind of like a, oh. You're just waiting for the end battle. And the end battle is fucking amazing. But outside of the end battle, I don't remember a god well, I remember like one other thing about the movie.
0: That's fair. Well, so we, we can both agree without any argument that Infinity War is an S tier then.
1: Yes. I, that movie f- is so good. <laughs> it's,
0: and yeah, I agree with you. There, oh. there's, no, there's no argument that if you're looking at it objectively as a movie- as the story they're trying to tell, Infinity War is a better movie. Uh, I feel like I have expressed this opinion on this podcast before, but for me, Endgame is impossible to quantify as a movie. It's too much of a feeling. It's too much of an event. And like you said, a lot of that has to do with the fight at the end, which is a really long fight. Like, it's a good chunk of the movie, but because of that, because the movie itself is a celebration I just I don't have the ability to think of it as a movie, and that's almost why I want to put it in S tier, just because the feeling I have behind it is so strong. But just like Civil War, um, I could uh, or not so just like Black Panther, I I could split that and put it at A. I I wouldn't complain about it being an A. Uh, it,
1: it it was three hours, and the last hour is the only memorable part. <laughs> well, I don't think it's that's an A tier movie. Uh, the second half like half the movie was like okay whatever could but most of that is by design because you're only supposed to remember the ending like right. that's how they set it up but from like a a movie perspective like i, I they the first half of that movie was set up for what happens after in game mm-hmm. it was setting storylines for after which it was like its own movie and then all anybody went to the theater for was the second half of the movie, <laughs> and so I, from a movie as a just straight critical review from me, I have to put it at a tier. Now, like it is up there, like probably it's probably the top of the a tier, but I I can't put it at s. I I can't.
0: All right, well I think that'll do it. We've got a uh, we've got an interesting curve here on the tier list. <laughs> Fucking Hulk. (laughs) Hulk is the only thing we've put in D-tier. I don't even know if it's truly a D-tier movie. It's been
1: so long since I've seen it, but for the memes, we're putting it there.
0: If we had seen Thor The Dark World, it would probably be there with it. Probably.
1: I could almost put Ant-Man and the Wasp there because I I had that movie just on and I, I, I just couldn't pay attention to it. I didn't care. But I think it's funnier. I didn't for actually. The other one there. Yeah, it, I think this works. So <laughs> we'll post this on the old Twitter, um, so you can uh tell us our bad opinions or why our opinions suck. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and you
0: can find that Twitter at obsession underscore pod. Uh, if you are listening to us in Apple Podcasts, please leave a review, and if you're listening literally anywhere else, please tell a friend. I'm working on moving us to a different podcast distribution website. Hopefully this episode goes up without a hitch, but you might be getting it later than normal. Uh, But more than ever, we're losing some analytics. So spread the word and make me feel good with some downloads, please.
1: Yes, please.
0: But that'll do it for this week. Uh, I've got another podcast in the works that I will want to tell you guys about more in depth next week when hopefully the first episode actually launches. I'm hoping to get that up this week, uh, but you'll hear about it then. So until then, uh, we will catch you next time with, you know, maybe some actual news to talk about. We'll see what happens. Yeah, who knows? Goodbye.